0: Your, Your mind mind-blowing blowing marriage, marriage starts now! now.
1: Welcome to the Mind-Blowing Marriage Podcast.
0: Matt and Susie are the most kind, generous, authentic people that walk this planet.
1: In It Together really encourages my wife and me to have the best marriage possible. This week we talk about the second excuse keeping us from having mind-blowing marriages.
0: Yeah, so if we're honest, we would encourage couples to work less and get by with less income because time is what really matters. Success can be incredibly dangerous.
1: So true. Now, Susie and I both are fairly opinionated. Uh, we both think that we're right a, a, a lot, <laughs> even though Susie's proven to be right more than I Most have. Most of the time, everybody. Yeah, I'm just saying.
0: This is true. Hello, In It Together friends, and welcome to the Mind Blowing Marriage podcast. Here we are. It's February, and old man winter has hit hard. Man,
1: it is seriously February. <laughs> I swear there is like 30 feet of snow on the ground outside. And it just keeps snowing. Every time I look out the window, it continues to snow.
0: It's quite comical. And we keep asking ourselves, why do we live here?
1: I have no idea. We have not come to the answer to that question. (laughs) This is ridiculous. I have a grudge. Uh, towards my ancestors who thought for whatever reason it was a good idea to settle from Poland and Czechoslovakia in northern Wisconsin. Why would would anybody do that?
0: I don't know. It is pretty. So for you northerners that love this, we're not coming against you. It can be very beautiful, but we just (laughs) would love to maybe think about moving somewhere a little bit warmer or at least Going on a mini yeah. in it together marriage tour for the months yes. of January Winter through March. In it
1: together tour <laughs> is in the future because enough is enough. I, I mean, know. there's a lot of snow out there. Listener
0: friends, if you live in the south and you want to invite us to come and do some date nights, we would gladly accept that invitation. Absolutely,
1: here we come.
0: <laughs> we have a horse, and you were telling me this morning like she was sticking her head out of the barn, and you could all you could really see was.
1: Yeah, there's so much snow out there. You can just see the horse's ears. And the other day she was
0: walking and it was like past her knees. I was like, poor thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And she's got a little mouse friend in there now. So at least she's got a buddy.
0: Millie and the Mouse. Millie
1: and the Mouse. That would be a
0: great children's book.
1: Yep. And you all out there listening to this have, uh, go for it. It can be yours. It's your book. (laughs) Take it. We're not going to write it. So,
0: (laughs) okay, let's get back on track here. So last month we talked. We can't get
1: back on track if we've never been on
0: track. (laughs) let's get on track let's get
1: on track the first time (laughs) okay
0: here we go oh my gosh why do you guys put up with us Last month we talked about the first excuse that can get in the way of us having a mind-blowing marriage and that is our past Mm -hmm. and we dug into that and that was some hard truth.
1: Yeah. If you didn't listen to that, just get back there and listen to excuse number one. Mm -hmm. It'll be all about your past affecting your marriage.
0: And Matt, what is excuse number two?
1: Excuse number two, ladies and gentlemen, is your career.
0: Dun dun dun. Your
1: career can be an easy excuse for not having a mind-blowing
0: marriage. And a couple's career can reap all kinds of havoc in a marriage. So true. And we bet this isn't a surprise to you guys. And you ha- even have some friends in your lives that have been struggling with their careers.
1: <laughs> I like when you say, you've had some friends. Or maybe it's you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't like to point fingers okay. right away. Pointing we'll do that later <laughs> through the podcast. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but we're sure this isn't a surprise to you. And that it's either been yourself or your friends mm-hmm. where y- you know that their career has wreaked some havoc in their marriage. With our story, most of our marriage, we've been able to work together and we absolutely love that. We know that a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I could never work with my spouse.
1: It's probably the number one response that we get when people know that we work together is is that. Which, I don't know, on some level it's kind of sad. But at the same time, we understand what people are saying. Different mm-hmm. personalities sometimes clash in that kind of setting. We're just fortunate that for us it works uh, right really well.
0: And the times that we've been apart it's been really hard on Mm -hmm. us and it's been really it's had some negative effects in our marriage. For the most part those of you that are listening and don't know our story very well we've been basically doing ministry together our whole life. So Mm -hmm. we were worship leaders for a really long time and then we planted a little church community in our city and now we're doing marriage work together yeah so but there have been times in between where we needed to pay the bills and a little church plant didn't pay the bills or maybe a church was getting started um that didn't have a lot of funds to pay Mm -hmm. us as worship leaders so we had to get side jobs there too but we've just known our whole marriage that we just kind of wanted to be together so we've had to figure out the ebbs and flows of working together in a marriage and we Mm -hmm. definitely prefer working together.
1: I remember early on when we were worship leaders at churches. Now, Susie and I both are fairly opinionated. Uh, We both Think that we're right uh, a lot, <laughs> <laughs> even though Susie's proven to be right more than I. Most have. of the time, everybody. Yeah, I'm just it's saying. It's just true. And so <laughs> I, uh, Susie was always the the worship leader up front. I was the musician, usually the drummer or playing something. And we would get in super embarrassing arguments in the middle of worship team rehearsal because we just couldn't get along. And you could so just terrible. feel like everybody was just feeling what really do really we awkward. we <laughs> wor- our worship and,
0: leaders are fighting? Yep.
1: And then we'd come home after it, and then we'd have you know an argument about what went wrong. How embarrassing that was. Yeah, so even in ministry, you know, it can can be a struggle. So this doesn't elude anybody. A career can have a big impact on your marriage. So studies are showing that just the normal everyday stress, like the stress that can come about in the workplace, is proving to be more detrimental to marriages, leading to more divorce than things like infidelity, uh, major... Events in a life that are tragic or even like spousal abuse its studies are starting to show that just that normal everyday stress That you can find in your workplace more often than anywhere else is leading to more struggles in marriage So this is definitely an issue that we have to dig into and get to the bottom of. So we are gonna share four ways that careers are getting in the way of a mind-blowing marriage and the first way is that God didn't intend for our careers to be the way they currently are in our culture What I mean by that is this. It wasn't God's original intention for us to be separated the way that most couples are. So the vast majority of couples spend their daytimes apart from one another. So they go off to work. Maybe one's a stay at home, maybe one's working, maybe both are working. Very rarely is it the case where two couple, where a couple is working together. So the norm is that we spend our days apart from one another. Now, if we back up historically about a hundred years or so, the norm was that homesteading was the way things were. And you can look throughout history and find that that was the norm for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And so the way things always were is maybe the husband was working, on the farm or in the fields, but he was still home. He was right outside, and so he would be in for meals, and sometimes the kids would be helping, sometimes the wife would be helping. In there those was a situations. sense of
0: togetherness.
1: Yeah, so the family was working together to survive and to flourish and everybody was there. The wife was there, the husband was there and the children were there. And so this this idea that we have today where we go our separate ways during the daytime is a modern idea and it's not necessarily the way God intended it. Now, we're not saying that you should quit what you're doing in homestead. That's not what we're advocating for. We're just saying it's important to realize that what we have as a normal in our culture today is not really normal. It feels normal because it's all we know, but it's not normal. And so we have to ask ourselves the question, how do we take the reality of our situation culturally and how do we make that work for our marriage? Mm -hmm. Because in order to survive, most of us do have to go out and get a job. Most of us do have to be away from the house. So we have to figure out, okay, if that's the reality, how do we now maximize our time so that we can have as much quality time with each other but still honoring our career because we don't want to say that our career is just being thrown away for the sake of our marriage we're saying honor your career and honor your marriage and your family
0: matt and i would even go as far as to say that we would encourage couples to not work opposite shifts Mm. because you will undoubtedly lose your connection because there will be no time for you to connect
1: yeah some couples think it makes logical sense for for the kid's sake, that maybe dad works during the day and then he comes home and then maybe they have dinner together and then mom goes away. And the idea behind this is trying to save, save on money. child care or trying to just maximize what you're doing for your children. But we just need to remind everybody that your marriage sets a foundation for your parenting.
0: It totally not does. Not the other way
1: around. So this opposite shifts thing is going to cause a challenge in your marriage.
0: Yeah, so if we're honest, we would encourage couples to work less and get by with less income because time is what really matters. Success can be incredibly dangerous. So true. And we've, you know, we've heard stories and been a part of people's lives where success has been the the driving factor in a marriage and has absolutely divided and destroyed a connection between a couple.
1: If you're successful in your career, you're going to want to continue to be successful or become more successful. It almost becomes an addiction. Success is an addiction. And then you end up prioritizing your career over your spouse. And that's a huge problem. And it's a very natural problem. But if we don't recognize it for what it is, it's going to just create real huge issues in your relationship. So again, number one is just that God did not necessarily intend things to be like they are right now. This idea of husbands going away uh, or all of us going away during the day and working
0: apart from one another. And we don't want your careers to trump your marriage. Mm -hmm. So number two... Many careers can bring about health issues that can take a huge, huge toll on our marriage. And like Matt mentioned, most jobs cause people a great deal of stress.
1: Yeah, so according to the American Institute of Stress, 46% of stress is job related. That's almost half of the stress that you have. That's more than your finances, that's more than your kids. 46% of stress is job related. Do
0: you think the work environment at the American Institute of Stress is stressful?
1: That's that is, I mean, we should do a whole nother podcast on whether it's stressful to work for the American Institute of Stress. I mean, where is that place even located? Is that even a real place? I have no idea. idea. But if it's stressful there, there's no hope,
0: Susie. I know, I know. So 29% of workers have yelled at their coworkers because of stress, and 14% say that they would like to punch their coworkers. Now, oh my gosh, just
1: for the sake of just being really open. I've yelled at my coworker and my coworker has yelled at me because you're my coworker. <laughs> so we fall well within that percent Thanks 29%. for that transparency. But the good news is, I don't think, you know, I don't think I've ever wanted to punch you. So no. this is really good news. We <laughs>
0: hope not. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I can speak for you on that, um, but uh, we don't no fall comment. within that 14%. <laughs> I don't okay. fall within that 14%. Well,
0: Matt and I, we had to get creative with how I would work because stress does create issues for my health. I get significant migraines. If I overdo it, I kind of have been learning these past couple of years what my threshold is. And it's different from when I was in my twenties, that's for sure. And we just got done with an event this last week. And usually I am so jazzed after an event and my adrenaline just like rides me through the night and we come home and we talk about how fun the night was. And I was in the car with matt on the way home and i was like i don't think i can celebrate like i had bought in like appetizers we were going to share a glass of wine i was like i don't even i think i gotta go to bed i don't feel good i'm tired we had done so much that day and i was just completely drained and sure enough i woke up sunday morning with a migraine and so i have to be very very careful with how my career just the balance of my career and and just how i even navigate my days Mm -hmm. in my career and what I can tolerate and what I can do. Because if I sit at the computer too long, that strain strenuous on my eyes and then I'll get a headache. And so it's been interesting for the most part. I feel really blessed because Matt has been the main breadwinner in our family. And so I just get to work from home and to create and I thrive in that place. Don't put me in a birdcage. I will not thrive when I held an eight-to-five job early on in our marriage. I worked as um, uh, in the in the hospitals, and I was a I. What was even what was the name? You were of a my...
1: medical records float.
0: Oh my gosh! Boom. So I had to learn. I forgot that. I probably purposely was like. Erase that yeah, Yeah, from your mind because it was so horrible. But I had to learn like 38 different jobs and then they put me on different campuses and I got so sick, I went and I got a CAT scan Mm because I thought maybe I was having like a brain tumor because I was getting so many headaches. So yes, this is a real thing. Yeah,
1: it's, it's real and it has to be dealt with. You need to look at your career. All of us do. We need to look at our careers and ask ourselves the question, how is this affecting me? Physically, how is it affecting me emotionally and are there health issues in my life that I know for a fact are work-related? And that could be stress. That could be a number of different things. But if that's the case, you really have to adjust how you're doing. So based on what Susie just told you about our event that we had this week, then we had to sit down and say, okay, what do we need to do differently next time so that you're not going to be so worn out at the end of this event? And there were some mm -hmm. real logical things that we're going to implement going forward. So those conversations need to be a part of your marriage. They do. So number two is just realize that your career can bring health issues upon you and that's undoubtedly going to affect your marriage so be communicating about that and be aware of that. So what's number three, babe?
0: Number three is careers can suck your time and hold you captive to your phone and the internet.
1: Can I hear amen out there? Can Gosh. I hear aim I can hear it through the world wide web. <laughs> amen. Universal Amen.
0: Did you know that twenty-five percent of workers do some work at home?
1: Yeah, so they are going out working their normal nine to five, whatever, forty hour a week job. And then they're coming home and they still have work that they have to get done. There's still expectations of things that need to be completed and they do that from home. Punch out, people. Punch out. (laughs) Clock out. Man, no joke.
0: Do we really want to spend more time with our phones and computers than with our spouse and our family? If your answer is yes to this, then you might really need an intervention. It's
1: intervention time. Yes.
0: There are now places. did Did you know this? Okay, so there are places of treatment for folks with these types of addictions.
1: That's nuts. That's that's just absolutely crazy, but it's true and we're seeing it everywhere, right? Right. You go to a restaurant and you can look around and you can see a couple that you're pretty sure they're out on a date and they're both on their phones. That's no way to connect. That is sick. That's a problem and that can be an addiction. Anything like this can be addictive. Your phone can be addictive. Computers can be addictive just the way that uh, so many other things can be uh, addictive in your life. You
0: were not put on this earth to be held captive by your career. Oh my goodness. Okay, people, okay.
1: Boy, I feel like you should say that again.
0: (laughs) You were not put on this earth to be held captive by your career.
1: Amen, sister. Another virtual amen across the waves.
0: Matt, what is number four?
1: Yes, so the last one here that we're going to talk about before we give you some handy-dandy solutions to all Ooh,
0: these handy issues. handy-dandy tips.
1: Yes. The last one is that your career can make you grumpy.
0: Oh, Forbes
1: magazine cites that over half of workers dislike their jobs. What so in the world, 50 percent of you are going to work every single day and just not enjoying it. And that's that sucks.
0: It does suck. And if you really don't enjoy what you're doing, you're going to come home exhausted from having to fake your way through the day. And your loved ones just get crapped on. (laughs) They get your leftovers. So what you do for your career, you guys should bring you life so that you can keep extending that kind of enthusiasm to your loved ones. Find a career that brings out your best, not your worst, or your relationship will pay for it. Some people are years into their career and they feel as if they can't change because of the pay or benefits, etc. The truth is that people change their careers all the time. And the grass often does end up being greener on the other side.
1: So here's the reality. We have sat with couples so many times where we know for a fact that one of them is miserable in their career. And so we don't hold back from our opinions or advice on that. We tell them, I think maybe it's time to consider a career change. And almost every time they ignore that advice.
0: This is the best one. I really like my career. I think I'm called to my career and then the other spouse will tell us, hey, I, wanna, I want you to tell me about your day, talk about what happened. I don't wanna talk about my career. I don't wanna talk about what happened. I was there all day, I don't wanna talk to you about what. If, if you don't wanna talk about your career with your spouse, you probably don't like your career yes if
1: you are passionate and we know because we've had the great fortune of being passionate about what we've done for our entire careers and when you're passionate about it you want to talk about it we talk about marriage all the time
0: sometimes we have to be careful because our dates will end up we'll be talking about (laughs) our careers yeah so
1: there's there's a fine line for sure we don't want to get over the top with this. But the point being that if you hate your career, don't be afraid to get out of it. And the biggest excuse that people use is oh, I've been there so long, so that you almost feel stuck because your retirement is at a certain place and your pay is at a certain place. Man, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it's it. It's
0: not worth it.
1: I mean, are you really going to do this for however many more years that you have to do it just for the pay or the benefits or the status that you have for your career? change don't be afraid to change figure out what you are passionate about and go for it and there's all kinds of ways that you can actually make that work
0: and we would encourage you to not like just upright and quit your job you know you might want to be looking for something while you're still yes. carrying So
1: if you are miserable in your cream. job and because you're so miserable in your job you're listening to this podcast <laughs> while you're on the clock <laughs> <laughs> and you're hearing us right now, like don't go to your boss right now and quit. Have a plan and then quit. Talk your to careers. your spouse about your plan. Yeah, yeah. communicate well. All right, so let's just recap those real quick. God didn't intend us to be separated. That's number one. So we have to figure out how to deal with the reality of our culture. Number two, many careers can bring health issues. And so we have to be aware of stress-related things can and career-related things because it can take a toll. Number three, careers can absolutely suck. Your time and hold you captive to your phone and the internet and your computer. And then finally, your career can make you awfully grumpy. So I feel like we should give some hope here. Yes, I think so it's, too. It's a little meek and, and miserable right now. Let's give some hope.
0: The first piece of advice we'd like to offer is establishing boundaries. So we made a rule that we are off our phones and computers for work by 3.30 because that's when our kids are home mm-hmm and it just gives us time to reconnect as a family start thinking about supper and dinner time and all that so here's the thing guys is we do break this rule from time to time especially when we have events coming up and it requires a little bit more effort that week Mm -hmm. to just get things accomplished
1: yeah if we have an event coming up i mean sometimes we are working until we go to sleep and we just have an understanding that that's going to happen once in a while
0: but because we've established this boundary We come back to this all the time. So we're like, oh, here's what's happening. We're getting adrift here. Because we put this boundary in place, we check in every month to get back on track. Another rule is no phones are allowed at the dinner table. Do you know our daughter told us the other night we were sitting at the dinner table. We try to have a lot of our meals together, honestly. And my daughter was informing us. She's like, you know families don't do this, right? You know, like when my friends are here, they're like, what, what, we're going downstairs for dinner to eat, like sit at a table. They don't do that with their families and that just breaks my heart. Yeah, so so not
1: only do you not have your phones at the table, but just get to the table. (laughs)
0: Get to the table.
1: Get to the dinner table.
0: Even if you don't have kids, get to the dinner table with your spouse. Let that be a meeting
1: place. And. Man, I tell you, we have the greatest conversations around the dinner table. We just do. Not because we come to the dinner table and introduce some sort of topic that we're discussing. It's just become this thing that our family knows. At dinner, we sit down, we're kind of like French people. We sit down and our dinners will sometimes last over an hour. Not because we're eating that long, but because we're talking. And then eventually my butt gets sore because of the hard (laughs) chairs and we need to move into the living room.
0: I love our family dinner time. It's so good. Yep. So, okay. establish
1: boundaries. And the boundaries are unique to you. So, whatever works for the two of you, you and your spouse, that's what your boundaries should be. But you need to agree upon them and you should definitely write them down. Yeah. Somewhere. And
0: it's not just with your phone. Establish boundaries no. with all kinds of things. So,
1: yep. All right. Number two, ask yourself the question Does your career bring you joy? And if the answer is no, change it. Seriously consider changing it. Why would you give up most of the hours that you have every week to do something that you don't enjoy? That makes no sense. It really doesn't. I mean, this life is way too precious. We don't know how much of it we have. God has blessed us with our spouse, with our families. We don't want to give that up for something that we don't enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God has given us all unique gifts to offer to this world. And if we're not using them, that's a problem. That just is a problem and you can change it. You can.
0: And this leads into help number three. And we alluded to this when we were talking about how our careers can make us grumpy. Well, why don't you just start communicating about your careers? Take every single day to stop for a little bit and Mm -hmm. just talk about what happened at work that yeah. day like a,
1: a big part of in it together's mission is to help couples to communicate every single day because anything that you do on a regular basis is going to be good yes and we have found that there's a lot of couples that don't talk about work at home and i get if, if you're in that place where you don't enjoy your career or your career is really stressful, I understand that mentality that I want to go home and I want home to be home and I want work to be work, but that's not fair to your spouse mm-hmm. and that's not fair to your marriage because I know that if Susie had a hard day, say we weren't working together and Susie had a really hard day at her job, it would be really important for me to know that so I can know how to serve and support her and so I can know how to encourage her because it's my job to protect your heart. We just talked about that at an event that we just had. Mm -hmm. It's our job to protect each other's hearts. How can we protect each other's hearts when we don't know what's causing stress or frustration in your life because we're not communicating about our careers? Right. So you need to communicate about your careers. The easiest way to do that, get home from work, settle down for a few minutes. I mean, you, you don't have to take an hour to do this. Maybe five minutes. Just mm-hmm. sit down when, when, you're, when you're back together and just have a quick recap uh, of what went on in that day. The good, the bad, and the
0: ugly. Exactly. Also, we need to understand how to support and pray for one another if your day sucked it's super important that your spouse knows so they can love you and so that they can serve you and get behind you and pray for you in that way.
1: Yeah, prayer is such an important part of this entire piece that we're talking about today and really in everything. Mm -hmm. All right, number four is that we as couples need to plan well and that's really important in our careers. We need to know when our date night is. Now, we're all about spontaneity. We love spontaneity. Yes, we
0: do. But we
1: also know that it's- Let's go down the
0: river. Let's do
1: it. But we also (laughs) know that it's really important to plan. So life is busy, so it's important to plan out your date nights. And if I know that we're going on a date, and I know that date starts at 3.30, and I need to get off work early, I need to, to plan for that ahead of time, because I don't want my work to get in the way of my marriage. If I know that we're planning a vacation, you know six months down the line if I know that and I'm going to ask off for work way ahead of time so there's no chance that I won't get that time off. So you just need to do a really great job of planning because that is just going to be proactive in keeping your career from infringing on your marriage. Mm-hmm.
0: And then the last thing that we just want you to consider is simplifying your life so that you don't need to work as much.
1: <laughs> so are you really saying, Susie, that you're asking people to change their lives to affect their marriage. Is that really what you're saying I'm being
0: that bold. Because if you remember in the beginning of this podcast, we talked about how God really intended us to be together. Mm
1: -hmm. So let's be together. Here's what we're saying. What can you cut out? We live in a culture that says more is better, but we at In It Together, Susie and Matt Kinzer are telling you that less Less makes for a better marriage. And so uh, some things you might want to consider, can you live with less? Can you live in a smaller house? Can you get rid of some of the things that you don't use very much? Can you get rid of cable TV? Can you limit the activities that you allow your kids to be a part of?
0: Ooh, I mean, these, ooh be careful. You, be did careful. I, I might have just
1: put some salt in some wounds there, We might Susie. have
0: some people unsubscribe right now. Oh,
1: man. But ask those hard questions because life is more fun when you live it simply because you just have more space, more time, and more money to enjoy life. Now, if you ask me the question, would I rather have a bigger house and a nicer car or would I rather have more time for my wife and family, when I say it out loud, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> it Yet is. most of our world is choosing the big house and the car. Simplify your life so that you can just maximize your marriage mm-hmm. and that is undoubtedly going to come down to a conversation about your career.
0: If you want a mind-blowing marriage, because that's what these podcasts mm-hmm. are about, and you know that your career is affecting your marriage in a negative way, don't hesitate to sit down with your spouse and start making a plan to change your career. Your marriage should trump your career. If it doesn't, it's time to acknowledge that and make a change. We believe that God will take care of you as you prioritize and take care of each other.
1: Amen. So excuse number two that's keeping you from having a mind blowing marriage is your your career. career. Hey, if you're wanting to take your marriage to the next level and become that couple that everybody's talking about, head over to our website at beinit.org and sign up for the Marriage Boost. There you'll have access to a private Facebook group. We'll send you text messages each week to encourage and inspire and challenge your marriage. And finally, every single week of the year, you will get a brand new date idea. So head over to beinit.org and sign up today.
0: Your are my one true love Nothing's ever coming, never coming between us Your are my one true love Of you, I just can't get enough Your are my one true love Gonna shout from the mountains, gonna tell everyone
1: You're my one true love